everybody welcome today is tuesday it's february 28th last day of february we're already two months into the year this is insane 2023 my name is jeremy and this is my first cup i want to say good morning to nathan brian frank mark and all the rest of you out there watching live later or thanks for coming by thanks for joining me it's snowing again shocker it snows all the time. It was just constant. Why did I come back from Mexico? Oh, yeah, because I missed my bed and my plants. Those were the main reasons. I'm not going to lie. My bed and my plants. And the plants are going to go away this summer. And I will make sure the next time I stay there, there's a comfier bed. Boom. And I'll stay longer. Definitely longer. How are you? How was your Monday? On a scale of how a Monday could go, 1 to 10, I would say my Monday was like a 9. It was pretty exceptional. I had calls with potential clients, one of whom I said, all right, you know, take some time. The call went well. I said, take some time, you know, think about what we've talked about. I'll check in with you next week and see if you want to move forward. You know, let's, I want you to be intentional about this. He's like, no, I want, no, I'll, let's do it. I was like, okay. So um, we're at the point now where clients are arguing with me to be clients, potential clients. And then I had another one. This is the big one. I've hinted at this. Um, first call, first potential call. And it went exceptionally well. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a really big deal. And not just for me personally and for my consulting work, but because it's all related to Whistlekick, it's all a big deal. So, yay. Um, good morning, Kelly says. She just did her first round of PT this morning. How'd it go? And Dennis says, happy snow day my snow dancing brothers and sisters well if people were snow dancing i mean it's it's working we got some snow going on here how about you how was your monday what'd you do i know some of you were doing kick clinic um what else did i do i got through by email remember for like, like the last week i'm talking about how far behind i've been on email i just did email just do an email, 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 email. One of my, this is going to sound rude. It's not as rude as it sounds. One of my clients uh, spends, we, we have a weekly meeting and there's a bunch of us. And there are large swaths of the meeting that do not apply to me and what I do. And so I don't really need to pay attention. So I did email. So I had about a half hour during the call that I'm just <laughs> tappity, tappity, tappity. And normally I even mute my microphone. I forgot to do that, but they're used to me. 
so it's fun. Dennis says he's doing Kick Clinic Day 2. Nice. Good morning to you, Gad. I don't even know what the next one is. I've got ideas. There's a Kick Clinic 2 I'm kicking around with some more advanced moves, uh, as well as some rehabilitative stuff. And thinking more, instead of flexibility, accuracy, et cetera, thinking more uh, speed, jumping, spinning, and really taking it up a notch. But we'll see. <sighs> Kelly says her PT went well. First of three for the day. They did warn me that PT for a knee is like a full-time job. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I look forward to more reports because this is something I've not experienced and hopefully something I won't experience. So learning vicariously through you and your experience would be appreciated. Now, how many of you checked out yesterday's episode with Stephen? Yesterday was Stephen Brayton. Yes. Stephen Brayton's episode. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a good one, right? They're all good ones, right? If it's not good, we don't air it. And in fact, there is one, you know, there's one we recorded last Tuesday that we we're going to re-record because it didn't come out good. Not because there's anything wrong with the guest or me, but on the technical. One. So uh, I had a call yesterday with someone who's been around, somebody who's been on the show. We talked about some things that we're going to do to provide mutual support, which I'm excited about. Um, Went and had a firearms lesson, did a great job. Hadn't shot in a while, had fun. Oh, and this was fun. Um, in the, the next lane over, they were supervising a small group that was running through with an automatic weapon. I've never shot an automatic weapon. And I spent a lot of time at this place and I spent a lot of money at this place. And they had an extra magazine loaded up and so the, the guy running it is one of the owners of the facility. And he said, hey, you want to shoot this this last last bit of ammo? And I went, yeah, it was super fun. Um, so if anybody has ever shot an automatic weapon, then you understand. It was fun. Uh, good morning to you, Jenny. Came home, had a call with a friend. Did not go to the gym. I was going to go to the gym in between, but decided I wanted to eat food was more important to me. I'm still dealing with some back tightness. It's, uh, it's almost better. There's one vertebrae that's kind of stuck. It feels really tight. Uh, and is there anything else I want to tell you? I don't think so. I think that's all. Of it. So I, got, I want to hear more about you all. Let me know what's going on with you. Today's I'm going to I'm going to take today as a little bit more relaxing day. There's some personal stuff going on. Nothing bad, but I'm going to leave some space in there um, for the afternoon. Andrew and I are doing some recording today. Have a call with a potential new member for the team. Uh, more on the consulting side. And then depending on how this afternoon goes, if it goes the way I'm expecting it to, there's some little things that I'm going to do around the house and some 
oh, like, let's get this project taken care of, stuff that's not really related to work. Um, and then hopefully go to the gym this evening. That's my day. That's what I'm expecting. Kelly says, of course, they say return to work in three months. I told my home health PT person I was expecting to be back in two weeks. He was like, are you crazy? And he said, wait a minute. I think I had you before. You realize he was my home PT person for my first hip replacement 14 years ago. He said, yep, you were crazy back then too. Ha! Mark says that he's fired a few rounds fully automatic. Very exciting. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's just, um, it's an interesting sensation to it. And Gad says he'd love to learn about gun safety and how to shoot. Well, if you ever come to the States, my friend, I will, I will take you and teach you. Well, good morning to you, Andy. And so, of course, whatever you've got going on today, we'd love to hear about that. If you've got something fun and exciting or special, big, any of it, let me know. Um, yeah, so th those are really the highlights. Hmm. Kelly says she has a hard time shooting because she's right-handed but left-eyed. My understanding is you can train either. So, good morning, Stacy. So I bet with some practice, and probably be easier for the hands than it would be to change eyes. Something to think about. What was I gonna say? Oh, <clears throat> so one of the things I did yesterday, I don't, I don't know that I told you I was going to do this, but I did do this. I've signed up for an improv class, uh, starts Sunday, and runs for five weeks. And I'm excited. I haven't done any improv since college and it makes me a little nervous, which is why I did it. And there's even a show at the end. Uh, hopefully I'm with a good group of people that make me look good. But I was looking for something that was a little bit out of my comfort zone that I could relate back to the things that I do. And you know, there's a huge impro improvisational element to both the consulting work that I do, and of course the shows. So I'm going to write it off. And regarding her hip, Kelly said she was back at classes in 13 days. Wow. Kelly says, hooray, you'll have to tell us when the show is. Uh, it's like a Thursday in April. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if I'm feeling comfortable enough to invite people. If I am, absolutely. If I'm not, maybe not. All right. I've run out of stuff to say, and you guys aren't really telling me what's going on in your day, so I don't have a lot to respond to. So we're going to talk about what Frank sent over because... That's one of the wonderful things that I appreciate about Frank. He makes sure we always have stuff to talk about. Thank you, Frank. And thank you to Josh for a theme song. Thank you to Denise for the audio. Kelly just signed up for a free ASL class. Oh, that's cool. Stacy and I have had a bit of this conversation before. She said, I liked a small semi-automatic handgun. Maybe one day. Until then, I know what I liked. Treat the weapon like your camera. Yep. 
point and shoot. So what do we got over here? Where is it? Today marks the 35th anniversary of the release of Bloodsport. Some trivia from imdb.com. And then we'll talk about Frank Dukes. The officials' commands, Chunbi, Haji, and Hajime, that start each bout in the Kumite are Japanese. Junbi translates most closely as prepare, which uh, is very close to Shunbi, the Korean term. While Hajime means begin. Loosely translated, the three words would be ready, set, go. And of course, the Japanese for stop is yame. Uh, I have never heard the term haji in this context. But it makes sense. The dimmak is actually a purely fictional martial arts move that has its roots in Chinese wuxia novels. It was popularized in the 60s and 70s by Count Dante, who ran ads in Black Belt Magazine and other magazines of the day, claiming to be able to teach it for a small fee and joining the Black Dragon Fighting Society. The Dimak, or Touch of Death, as some would call it. Um, you know, this is where we start getting into this very controversial subject in martial arts around energy work, pressure points, et cetera, et cetera. And I have witnessed things that are theoretically impossible. Thus, for me, the truth is in the middle. I watched a man, a lar very large man who had trained for a very long time, brought down with three strikes no harder than no harder than this i watched him collapse to the floor watch his eyes roll back in his head now am am i 100 certain that he was not paid off or something no but it would be very counter to his character um And I don't know what the advantage would have been in the context because it was a very small group. So when when you look at something like the dim mock or whatever you want to call it, it may not be real, but it may be an exaggeration of things that are real. Now here here's the other side of it. Are you going to be able to apply those strikes to those exact points in a combat situation? Probably not. Very unlikely. But it's interesting. And a lot of what we do in martial arts, I think, is intellectually interesting. And I think that that's okay. Just because something is interesting and, and beneficial in ways other than directly related to combat, doesn't mean it's not worth doing. Kelly's going grocery shopping today. That's awesome. And it says blood sport. Second only to best of the best in martial arts film history. And Mark says, we'll have to talk about the dim mock. It's actually a very scientific art. Interesting. I want to know more.
Stacy says, Dim mock board breaking. Been there. Oops. Breaking the board in the middle only. Oh, fascinating. <sighs> oh, you guys are cranking along with comments now. Oh, you're too funny. Frank says, this past weekend at work, someone left a bumper on the sidewalk of the store I work at. When I came in to take it to the trash, I insisted on giving two of my bosses a fist bump for picking up the bumper. There you go. Free bumper. Nice. All right. And the third one here. In the tournament scenes, Jean-Claude Van Damme is seen trading kicks when fighting a guy in a gray karate suit with long hair. This fighter is veteran Hong Kong stunt performer and top-notch martial artist Yu Shu Wu. He was told to tone down his kicking skills to make Van Damme look better on screen. Mm. You know, Kickboxer was... Or Bloodsport, rather, right? We're talking about Bloodsport, not Kickboxer. Bloodsport. Bloodsport was his first movie, wasn't it? Bloodsport and then Kickboxer. And it it was a, a genre-changing film. Now, we went back and we watched it for one of the... No, it was Kickboxer. We did How to Fight. Honestly, these two movies blur for me so much. They're, they're really not that different. Most martial arts movies of the late 80s kind of blur for me. Because they're not that different. But I have memory of watching this one for the first time. We went, we rented a VCR from the local convenience store and we watched this film, and, uh, my mother and I. And probably watched it twice. It was good. It was good for the time. It was good when you didn't have anything else to watch and didn't know better. But here's the thing that I find most interesting, and I, and I will talk about this for a moment. So, of course, we've had Frank Dukes on the show, the man that the character of Frank, Stu Frank Dukes is based on. Hanchi Dukes has been very kind to me. Uh, if you've paid, if you watched or listened to his episode, you know that it was very philosophical, very insightful. And I make zero judgments about the accuracy of the things that the, our guests say. It's not my job. My job is to facilitate the telling of a story. Stories aren't always true. Sometimes they're embellished. We all do it. But here's the thing I find really interesting. There are people out there that are just absolutely... invested in not just Frank Dukes, but um, telling, you know, tr trying to discredit others. Now, whether they are correct in doing that, I don't understand the investment of time. Now, if someone was out there telling lies about you or things that you do, sure, that, that makes sense to me. 
But if they are in your mind telling lies about other things that don't impact you, I just don't get why you would spend the time. There are millions of people out there, at least, who have made a career out of lying. Why pick out a few? Right? Like why why this one or these two or three? I don't understand. Seems like a silly way to spend your time. And so to me, a story, much like a martial art, if it has value to someone, who am I to say no? Who am I to say that that even if someone has completely fabricated their whole life, and I'm not at all saying that that's what Frank Dukes has done. Uh, I remain very neutral on the subject because I don't care. It doesn't impact me. But imagine some figurative person who has made up their whole life. Their name is fake. What they've done is fake. What they do is fake. And, and they collect money in some way for it. If the people participating, engaging, paying that person, get value out of it, by all means, go for it. My issue with cults is when people are no longer permitted to leave or when the cult leader is using, you know, some kind of undue influence to make people remain or do things that they don't want to do. That That's where I have issue there. But, you know, if there's a, there was a, a cult of free assembly that, you know, worship chairs, go for it, you know, whatever, do your thing. I think we get too wrapped up in what other people do as an excuse to feel like we're doing something when really we're not doing anything. Woke culture is a, a, an extension of this for good or for bad. It's people spending a lot of time worrying about what other people are doing. And I think generally worrying about what other people are doing is wasteful. Kelly says, one of his actual students in the fighting, guy with blue pants, and I think he's the one that flipped the wrong way after a hit. In college, we had a suite designated to Taekwondo students. We would watch Bloodsport all the time, fast forwarding to the fights, as the acting was painful. And she adds on, she enjoyed Frank Dukes' podcast. And Frank, uh, our Frank, says, in the past, I did mention some of the trivia discrediting Mr. Dukes, but I didn't want to do that this time around. Thank you. Gad says, who am I to judge other people? As long as they don't commit crimes or tell others to commit crimes, let them be. Respect each other. And that's kind of where I'm at. Dennis says, I actually did once belong to a cult that worshiped chairs. Don't judge me. And good morning to you, Stephen. Worrying is the reckless exercise of the imagination. Regardless of who you are worrying about, self or others, it's wasteful. I would agree. Not always easy to pull off, but I absolutely acknowledge that. And I work on it. <sighs> Stephen says, Dennis the chairman. 
I'm glad you're all here. Thanks for joining me. This conversation ended up being quite different than what I expected, and that's one of my favorite things about the show. <laughs> and the puns are starting. You all love your puns. I hope you have a great day. I really do. I hope you, I don't know, whatever you're doing, I hope it's good. Hope it's enjoyable. I hope you will take moments to celebrate the wins and maybe take a moment when something is different than what you expect or want. Take a moment to hmm, see if there's any value in there somewhere. You can't have growth without change, but some of us are so resistant to change that we remain stuck where we are. Can't have both. I hope you'll consider supporting us here at Whistlekick either well, in any of the variety of ways. You could buy something using the code FIRSTCUP15. The, those of you who were at the free training day Northeast meet and greet saw the initial design for the sunflower shirt that Carl was working on. It's out. It's out in t-shirt form and sweatshirt form. You can find it at whistlekick.com. They came out great. He did a really nice job. You can also join our Patreon, patreon.com slash whistlekick. Starts at two bucks a month. We just keep hammering. There's Andrew and I are talking about more stuff that we're going to work in there. And once we get the first one in there, and I know that we've got a good process, I will tell you what it is. It's more stuff. We just keep adding more stuff. And of course, we've got the family page, whistlekick.com slash family. I updated it yesterday. One of the many things that I did. And if you haven't been over there in a week, you should probably get in there and see what I changed. What did I add? Oh, there's another fun photo. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. I know you don't have to. Oh, great. Thanks, Gad. Gad says, finally able to join the Patreon just now. That's awesome. Very much appreciative. I know you don't have to be here. You could be doing other things. You could be sleeping in. You could be watching TV, reading a book, but you're here. And that means a lot to me. So thank you for that. All of you who are already contributing to the Patreon, I appreciate you. And that's, that is quite a few of you. So thank you. I will see you back here tomorrow for another episode of First Cup. And if you haven't, go check out yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio. Take care. I'll see you soon. Peace.